Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm Becky Streepy. I'm David Streepy. This week on the show, we eat just egg sous vide bites and try... Nope, we sure don't. They're sous vide bites, not sous vide bites. Did I say sous vide? No, I thought you were fine. This week on the show, we eat just egg sous vide bites and try a Dr. Bronner's Magic Chocolate Bar. Yeah. Hey, I just want to give a note. That's the sort of thing you don't need to edit. Um, You don't got to worry about that. You're human. Yeah. Nobody's fact like like giving you points for performance, you know. I'm giving me points for right. performance. But Dave if you Streepy. stumble over a word, just you can correct it. It's fine. You're human. The towheads get it. There's no listener. Listener, this is do you going get off it? into the void. <laughs> the void doesn't care. It's the that's literally the void. That's what the void does. That is the upside to the void. It does not it care. It doesn't care. It's both the upside and the downside to the void. I don't think there is a downside to the void. The more, the older I get, the more I think about it. Void doesn't care, but the void also doesn't rate, review, subscribe. Yeah. Well, neither does the toehead. <laughs> so. <laughs> hey, it's the morning. Yeah, talking to morning. No, you don't whisper in the morning. Oh, morning. Yeah, it's more like we're a zoo crew. Oh, gosh. But we're not. Hey. Oh, God. Things are looking good on I-20 this morning, but watch out on 85 North. Things are back-to-back, bumper-to-bumper. <laughs> Sounds like you're in a parking lot more than an interstate. Am I right? Am I right or am I right? That's me doing a... Awooga. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. I have props. I like it. Props. Let me get my soundboard. Hang on. Yeah. Say something problematic. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like something... like. Ease into something problematic. You can edit out that sniff that I did right into the mag- microphone. You yeah. can do that. Yeah. I'd edit my flaws out. Oh, but just you can leave keep my all own. of yours. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. You, so accidentally like get into something problematic. I, I like they do on morning shows. Right. No. You do it. No. <laughs> hey, Dave. Hey. How you doing? It's morning. Yeah. I'm ready to go. We should do this in the morning all the time. It does kind of feel good. Got good energy. Just went for a run. About to get to work. Yeah, morning this is, is that middle space. Yeah, I'm actually at my best in the morning. Yeah, I yeah. know this about you because I see you the rest of the day. <laughs> it's just straight downhill for the rest <laughs> of the day. The towheads know it too because they've heard afternoon versus nights. Yeah, nights. That was a bad episode. Yeah, the nights one was a bad one. They usually are. Yeah, the afternoon ones are pretty bad too. <laughs> You're right. Let us know what y'all think about talking tofu mornings. Oh gosh, it sounds like you're holding us hostage. <laughs> mornings. There you go. Well, it's a great morning here in the ATL. It's 60 degrees out, if that. Crisp autumn air. It's almost Halloween. Yeah. It's like ET season. Mm-hmm. Spooky it season. Feels- I don't even know that it doesn't feel spooky. It feels comfy like E.T. I have noticed when I'm walking Bando in the mornings that there are more and more decorations. Also, we live walking distance from a Target. and Big um, flex. Well, Big flex. I'm saying that's where I purchased our Halloween decorations. Yeah. I feel that our proximity to this Target mm. has influenced. Everyone has yeah. that giant spider web. Right. Everybody has. I keep seeing the big spider that I didn't get because it was too expensive and being like, there's that big spider. But they, the, the glitter spiders are everywhere too. Is the Beetlejuice inflatable? The worm? Is that a Target item? 
I know that's that a Lowe's item. That might be a Lowe's item, which we also live walking distance from. Huge flex. Huge. Burr, 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 burr. That's my sound. That's my, my, my Zucru soundboard. Those Beetlejuice ones, they put up a little later this year, but they're up now. I was yeah. sad. I walked by that house and was like, are they not going to do it? And then like two days later, it was there. There's several houses with it now. That's what makes me think that it's like a Target barf. Well, the one, the one on the left, if you're walking down that street, has sandworms, yeah. and then the one on the right, it's a different Beetlejuice thing. Right. But I'm seeing the sandworms all over the neighborhood. Oh. I've seen it on my runs. We should get- so I've got a few more data points than your fixed walking route. It's true. My walking route's not that long, and Dave's running route is long and varied. Yeah. Change things up. Yeah. I don't change things up on my walks. I should. Yeah. Keep it interesting. I took Bandit on a run yesterday, and he thought we were going on your walking route. He gets so confused. He's got the program in his head. Oh. Yeah. Bandit, you're in for it. Tomorrow we're going to do something different. Oh, shit. He's just watching her eat. No, he's watching. He's, he's watching, watching her the other dog sleep. Yeah. Well, she's sad because we had to take away her nylabone because it was so loud. It was loud. Um, I'm good. Good. Lost it. That was it. <laughs> oh, no. How are you? Hey, that's more energy than usual. Yeah. Than you normally get. I'm good too. I actually did not walk bandit today. I woke up and my legs were a little sore. And so I decided to skip a day so that I don't end up too sore and have to skip several days later. That's the thing I learned from distance running training mm. is that if you don't feel up to it physically, skip the day. Mm. Because if you hurt yourself, then you have to skip a lot of days. It sounds like a slippery slope though, because then you could just convince yourself that you don't feel up for it physically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. This is tricky. Project the mental don't feel up for it, which is a thing that you just have to get over. Yeah. I'm going to take him tomorrow. It's going to be really great. Mm. He really wants to, too. He was following me all around the house with that sweet, eager face of his that he makes when mm. he thinks we're going for a walk. Mm. And I kept going, we're not going this morning, buddy. Maybe after dinner. And he doesn't know yeah. what those words mean. Are you going to take him after dinner? Or yeah. was that an empty... No, I'll take him after dinner. You said you were going to take him tomorrow. Oh, Telling yeah. me mixed stories. You can only imagine how confused a dog must be. <laughs> I'll take him after dinner. Unless okay. it rains, but it's not going to. It's not going to rain. It's a beautiful autumnal day out there. Yeah, it is. Goodness gracious. Otherwise, I'm very good. Work uh, in my video editing life is ramping way up. Wow. I am stressed out, but... Big flexes left and right. Well, but... Left, right, and middle. I'm stressed out. But it's kind of nice to be... Uh, having a ton of work stressed out because for a while there, it was the other kind of stress where I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I think sadly, we're at a place where like work stress is a flex in and of itself too. Yeah, that's true. I didn't mean like, to. I know. I know you. Rat. I know you didn't. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that our culture is getting so fucked up that like that's a point of pride. Yeah. Well, there's all. I have a lot to say about that. that I'm having trouble formulating into words. I feel like hustle culture has been a thing for a while right. where you would be like, I'm so busy and it was a flex. Mm -hmm. um, and I definitely bought into that for a while. And then I realized that that was um, toxic and making me very unhappy. Right. Um, but this is not me doing that. This right. is me actually just very busy and trying to figure out how to fix it. I think, yes, the hustle culture that I'm so busy, I go, go, go all the time and I'm exhausted because I go, go, go all the time because I'm so busy is a really, it's been around for a while. I feel like there's a new development of it that maybe is pandemic related, maybe just the economy, which is related to the pandemic related of just like this um, maudlin, just general stress, like, like it's not even your, that you're complaining about being so busy. <laughs> You're just complaining about how stressful being employed is. Yeah. It's like that general strike energy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe, Maybe not. this is a dumb take. I think it's a dumb take. You think it's a dumb take? Yeah. I definitely think attitudes about work are changing. I just was listening to uh, yeah. a podcast about that this morning. Yeah. Anyway, I am super busy. I am stressed out in a can I get it all done kind of way. I don't know. I think I'm also, I have some longer term projects that I'm working on and looking at like the totality of them. It's a lot of work, but then I don't have to do it all right now. Like yeah. Some of it's not due until 
the spring, but still, I don't know. Anyway. Well. That's how I'm doing. And we, we had a talk today about prioritizing. Yes. And it's correctly prioritizing, I think. It's critical. Yeah, that's part of it. I think I'm going to, that's what I, I think that's the next thing is I get very stressed, feel overwhelmed. And, and then I look at my stuff over. I, yes. Yeah, so my first instinct is to just kick things over and burn them to the ground. And then, right. but then that's not right. how things go. And so then I look at my to-do list and get strategic and fix it. But, but first I have to get stressed. Otherwise I right. won't do the next step. You know, You're like you'll see like a pile of, like a tall tower of boxes mm-hmm. and you'll be like, that tower is too tall. And then you'll push the whole tower of boxes over. Yeah. Whereas you want to identify which boxes are tallest, which ones have to stay in the tower, which ones, you know? Yes. I agree. Sorry, it's very distracting. Yeah. The noise that you all can hear is our, our dog just destroying a stuffed giraffe. And we can't take it from her because we already took her Nyla bone and she needs something to destroy. I felt like a factory owner when I was talking about the maudlin stress of <laughs> being employed. Do you want me to like cut that out? Like it's valid. No. Okay. I think I want to say that like that stress is valid, but I also think like that's the the thing that conversation centers around right now. And yeah. it's not something that really gets fixed. It's not a fixable thing really. No, I think it's just like a late stage capitalism moment. Maybe. But I mean, what about the past 50 years isn't a late stage capitalism moment? But I think more and more people are like starting to realize that and talk about it. Yeah. But I think like all of these things are late stage capitalism moments. It's just that maybe people are starting to acknowledge this. Like this isn't the first late stage capitalism moment. No. It's that people are referring to this or starting to, you know what I mean? I don't want to go from modeling work stress into talking Tony's. Who should we talk about our Halloween costumes? We just got the kids uh, last night. I've decided that I am not going to dress up for Halloween this year. I announced this to the family last night. I am shocked. Also, I dress up like half the time, Becky. I guess so. I feel like our years of him wanting to do a family theme costume are numbered. And um, so I'm going to do a family theme costume with him until he tells me to stop. But okay, so the, his costume is Doctor Who. And he has he wants you to be the TARDIS. I am the TARDIS. I ordered a dress. And your request, his request was easily filled. By purchasing a dress that is the costume. Yeah. He wants me to be a Cyberman, <laughs> which is a big robot man. Yeah. Which I can't, there is no costume for that. I cannot, I don't have the time to build that. He also said you could be the master. I think you could pull that off. How? We'd have to look at some pictures of John Sim. I don't mind doing that. You don't have to dye my beard. I will take the L. And I will look at pictures of John Sim for as long as is needed to find out for you. Do you have a thing for John Sim? He's very dreamy. Do you think so? I do. Not as the master, more so in... Life on Mars. Yes. He was dreamy in Life on Mars. I don't think he... Really? Yeah, I thought so. You didn't think so? No. Really? You were more of a Gene Genie guy? (laughs) No. Gene Hunt, no. I don't think any of the, the... cast of life on mars or ashes to ashes are particularly dreamworthy i forgot all about ashes to ashes that show is great i wonder if it's still available somewhere oh my gosh it's so fun it's fun yeah it's not great though even life on mars was like a lot of fun and a really cool premise but like didn't really make a lot of sense i'm a sucker for a period piece with time with time travel i hate the phrase period piece (laughs) Because all I think of Bridgerton. What? No. What? Menstruation. Oh, so you think a period piece is what, like a bloody tampon? Right. <laughs> I think it's all like pin fifteen. I love that. <laughs> Hang on, I have to go insert my period piece. Yeah. Ooh. No, I think it's a, a period. piece. Honey, while you're at the store, could you pick me up a box of period pieces? Yeah, I don't feel I'm equipped to continue 
having this conversation. <laughs> you do one. Now you do one. No. <laughs> <laughs> but they should all just be time locked to that moment <laughs> in a young girl's life. <laughs> That's the only... <laughs> Like, there has to be somebody who's going through that for it to be considered a period piece. It can take place at any time. (laughs) Well, Becky wants to get to work, so we're going to do talking toe news now. Uh, this is a segment of the podcast called Talking Toe News, and what I do is I pluck a headline from the world of vegan news, share it with my friends, my family, the Toeheads, and hey, we don't have a letter? Oh, no. Oh. All right, this one's from Veg News. My friend Anna. Anastaris Donetskia said on October 14th, 2021, the meatless McDonald's McPlant burger is finally coming to America. Featuring a plant-based patty made by Beyond Meat, the McPlant burger is finally making its U.S. debut in McDonald's in select cities next month. That is very exciting. On November 3rd. McDonald's will launch its first meatless burger, the McPlant, at select locations across the U.S. Select locations. Of course. What select locations? Why don't they just launch stuff? Plant Burger features a plant-based patty made from peas, potatoes, and rice that comes topped with tomatoes, lettuce, pickles, onions, mayo, ketchup, mustard, and a slice of American cheese. Both the mayo and the cheese are not vegan, and the burger's patty is cooked on a shared surface. Good to know. So the bun is vegan, I guess, since it wasn't listed? Uh, Yeah, seems that way. Okay. The McPlant will be available for a limited time at eight McDonald's locations in Irving, Texas, Carrollton, Texas, Cedar Falls, Iowa, Jennings, Iowa, Lake Charles, Louisiana, Manhattan Beach, California, and El Segundo, California, the headquarters of Beyond Meat, which is responsible for the McPlant's plant-based patty. Kadri, if you're listening, those Iowa locations, are any of them near you? Question mark? Uh, I'm not going to read... The rest, because give them the click. You know, Anna needs it as much as we need your letters, damn it. Do you think that's true? Does Anna need our clicks that that badly? Anna needs clicks. Doesn't matter if they come from us. But does she need them that badly? No, she's got 31,000 shares. She's doing just fine. Yeah, that's my point. I'm just saying, I don't want to. Yeah. Bring her to, let's get her to 32,000 shares. Yeah, no, I'm with you. You were saying you were you seem to be like read read read. No no no, I was just like, does she need the shares as badly as we need your letters? Damn it, probably not. <sighs> I just mean businesses rely on shares. That's true. All right, let's read one of the comments. <laughs> Ooh, here's one. I get paid more than one hundred and twenty to one hundred and thirty dollars per hour for working online. I heard about this job three months ago, and after J dash oining this, I have. Earned easily 15K from this without having online working skills. This is what I do. Copy bio site. Oh, do you want me to just read the link out where people could go to get this opportunity? I mean, it does sound like a great opportunity. Pretty good. What? You don't want to talk about how this is going to open the door to vegans coming to McDonald's so they can eat burgers and not fries? I do. Do you not want to talk about? Well, don't they fry their fries and lard at McDonald's? That's what I mean. So you can go get a vegan burger now. But no fries. But you can't get fries. Yeah. And isn't that half-ass? Yeah. McDonald's, get the other half of your ass involved. Yeah. Fry the fries in vegetable oil. It does make me wonder if that's around the corner. It seems very short-sighted of them them to keep using lard. It's 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Also, people have been complaining about the lard in their fries since like the 90s. I remember when I first went vegetarian in the 90s and someone was like, well, you can't eat McDonald's fries then. Yeah. And I was shocked and upset. But like, that's the thing that people have known and like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what my point is. I want to eat your fries, McDonald's. I recall them being quite good. Do you think the lard is an efficiency, a price thing or a flavor thing? I don't even know if it's any of that. I think it's like stubbornness. (laughs) I mean, it's got to be one of those three. 
maybe they think I can't see stubbornness being Yeah, maybe not. Maybe it's a flavor thing. I don't know. I think it's gotta be a flavor thing because the only way it would be an efficiency thing is if they had a tube hooked up from <laughs> the grill to the fryer to like move you know oh their own right fat otherwise they're shipping it the same as they'd be shipping vegetable oil you know yeah this is this episode is um demonstrating a lack of my knowledge of late stage capitalism of supply chain for fast food restaurants Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for uh coming of age discussions (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe we don't do this in the morning I maybe know. i get ahead of myself in the morning i love it maybe after lunchtime is where i start to temper my dreams and ambitions into a more <laughs> manageable state <laughs> and then evening that's depression time oh we don't have you didn't even get an Instagram like you did. Oh my god, you did. You did. You did. I and did? you didn't you did. You texted it to me. Oh, you mean the follow-up to Yes, but pick one. Don't overdo this. If you have two things, don't do both. I have one. Okay. One thing. You said a comment. Oh, we're not going to read the comment. Okay. It was just that I logged into Instagram and got distracted. Oh. I get. I don't like when I get a notification on Twitter and it goes to. I go to my. I get excited and I go to my notification and it says, "Do you want to see less notifications?" Ugh. I don't like the ones where they're like, "Someone you don't know tweeted in hashtag veganism about this." Dim Sim Kitty writes, "Hey, Dim Sim Kitty, a follow up. Good day to a follow up <laughs> to a follow up." Dave. It's the pants, right? Yes, it's a it's about the pants. This is, yeah, this is a, an ongoing saga. Dim Sim Kitty had a tragic accident wherein she spilled beet juice, a beetroot latte yeah. on a pair of pastel blue pants, and claims that the stain one hundred percent came out. You're and that starting she wore to take them my side on this. No, I'm just summarizing. You said she claimed. That's well, this is why this loaded. is about. It's That's already what, loaded, though. Oh, Dim Sim Kitty. I believe you. She claims. Believe Dim Sim Kitty. Dim Sim Kitty writes, read the pants. Dave, why so skeptical? Is it because I dragged you once or twice? Maybe. <laughs> I appreciate every single time you've dragged him. Have faith. Here are photo. Here are photo? Oh, the photo's gone because oh! of... Um, <laughs> But, well, because I, I already looked at it and it disappears because of Instagram. <laughs> but I looked at the photo previously and the pants are spotless. Hold on. You texted it to me. Then she goes on to say, I don't wear them anymore. Do I need to post them to you from Australia as proof? I mean, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say you absolutely don't need to. Dim Sim Kitty, the shipping on that would be astronomical. What though. would the shipping on that? Can we price that out? A pair of pants from Australia. A pair of pants from Australia. I will say that when I'm looking on eBay, which is where I found the TARDIS dress that I'm wearing on Halloween, um, sometimes I'll see listings from the UK and the shipping will be like $30 for, so, a, for a shirt. Yeah. So I'm assuming from Australia it would be even more than that. Is that... Uh, is that in loonies or is that in? It's th- it, it's like twenty five pounds, which is. I don't think they use the loony anymore. I. Do they use the loony? I don't know. They use Australian dollars. Australian dollars. Yeah. Make a little joke. <laughs> I didn't get your joke. A little Australia joke. So I've got a picture of the pants here. Oh yeah, but, spotless. But yeah, spotless. If you don't know where the spill happened. And there's nothing on here indicating where the spill happened. Well, zoom so, in. I'm zoomed in. That's... Oh. So what I'm saying, and I hate to drag this on. Damn. Dim some Kitty, can you resend this picture? Can you circle the place where the stain was? I don't think... I want to be clear. I don't think you need to send the pants here. No, please don't send the this pants This will be... Us. 
That if would you be... circle the area <laughs> where the stain happened and provide an image with high enough resolution that I can zoom in and really get a good squint at that fabric, <laughs> I think we can close the door on this. Timson Kitty, I'm going to have to create you a Dropbox folder so you can That's upload this high idea, resolution because I want to zoom video. No, I don't want video. This is send this me a video of your pants, Becky. Come on, just like a close up. No, pan, we're not doing that. A pants pan. I want pan, a picture in the pants. These pants, I'm going to be clear to the the other listener that these pants are hung up on a closet door. It's not somebody wearing the pants. So I'm not like, "Eh, take a closer picture of the pants. (laughs) Like, just the pants, take a picture so that I can zoom out and circle, do one of those edit markups on the phone where you can circle where the stain happened. And I'm ready to believe you. It's looking good. He's a real scully. I am a scully. You want to believe. I am a scully. And you guys are a bunch of molders. Yeah, we already believe. And who was right? We don't know yet. Mulder was right. It's my point. Huge spoiler for the (laughs) X-Files. Holy shit. (laughs) Should I cut in? Guys, Becky's about to do a huge X-Files spoiler. Wow. (laughs) If you haven't seen... This show from the 90s, skip ahead 45 seconds. They did have a series recently. Okay, but I mean, Mulder was... Okay. You don't know that, did you? Robert Patrick got on the show that I stopped watching. Mulder went missing. Oh, yeah. And then Scully had to become the believer and convince Robert Patrick, who was the skeptic. The 10th season was a big flip. Oh, yeah. I watched some of that season. Robert Patrick just, he's not as dreamy as Mulder is. No. He's no Mulder, and he's certainly no John Sim. Hey, Dave. I still, what about him? John Sim? Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a similar quality to what Edward. Similar? Similar. (laughs) He's got a similar quality? It's a similar quality to like what Edward Norton is bringing. Oh, so here's another one on your punch list? Yeah. Okay. Obviously. I I don't know. Yeah, but I don't it's it's hard to put your finger on what it is. Okay. Who else is on this list? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. David Tennant is on this list. Oh yeah, obviously. Okay. Okay. Obviously. Obviously. But I don't know. But obviously. I can't tell if this is me describing that I have a type. I don't know. Well, let's let's break the type then. Um, Barack Obama. I don't. You'd know. kick him out. I don't know. You'd all kick that... him out. You'd be like too many crumbs. All those drones. I don't no. know. I'm just going for. Oh, just looks yeah. alone. Oh yeah, then sure. Okay, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not bring actions into it. Yeah. Everybody's awful when you bring actions into it. <laughs> so true. Um. All right. Let's stick with doctors. Matt Smith. I don't know. Really? Too doughy. Yeah, maybe. In Whoa! The, in the <laughs> Rory. Yeah. Capaldi. No. What? Capaldi can get it. <laughs> okay, well, he's you on your me? list then, but he's not on my list. Really? Yeah. Wow. Sorry. Wow. Sorry, Capaldi heads. All right, give me a beefcake. I don't, I'm not super into beefcakes. No beefcakes across the board. Keanu Reeves. Whoa! <laughs> Keanu Reeves can get it. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, he can get it, but you're not attracted to it. He can get it, but not from me. <laughs> oh, that's what he can get it means. Oh. I mean, I objectively <laughs> see- I'll let him. I'll allow him, but I won't enjoy it. <laughs> no, I guess, I mean, I see it. I see it, but it doesn't work for me. Wow. I get it. Wow. But Brad Pitt. I- wow. No. He gives me douchebag energy. Oh, um oh you know what keanu reeves is such a sweet man i'm gonna reverse my decision not actions no but then and also okay i don't know let's move on from this idris elba absolutely wow okay so he's uh, a beefcake who's yeah who's lupon lupon can get it oh yeah i don't know the name of that actor he can get it yeah it's one of the most handsome people i've ever seen in my life all right i'm fading up the music Next week on the show, who does Dave say can get it? You know who all my gentlemen crushes are.
So this one, uh, kind of a funny story. I, it's not, I, uh, rode my bike to seven Onda to get like Dr. Bronner soap or something like that and ended up getting so much stuff that I could not like fit it all on the bike to bring home. So I went to get one thing. I ended up getting like 20 things. And one of the, it's because they have like a different distributor or something. Yeah, it's like a classic Sevenanda thing. That happens to me too. So they have like a whole set of products. It's not like Just Egg isn't available everywhere now, but like not every Just Egg product is. And somehow Sevenanda's got the line to the the special products. You know, same with Gardein. Like completely different Gardein setup there than they have at like all the other places. Um, Same with Amy's, you know? Same with other, Chow. You know, they got all the Chow flavors. So I could go on and on. Same with Follow Your Heart. They've got a whole separate Follow Your Heart line than than the other places. Same with Natamu. They've got all these Natamu flavors that you don't get at like Kroger or anywhere else. Do you understand? I think I need like six more examples. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Same with... No, I was kidding. That was a joke by me. Oh, okay. But it is true. I could go on. Yeah, I know. Totally. They yeah. Seven Onda has a great selection of stuff you can't get elsewhere. Yeah. Great point. Succinct. Quick. So one of the things uh, was the Just Egg Sous Vide Bites, which we have tried the Mexican-inspired ones before. Inspired by Mexico. Yes. All of their flavors are inspired by a location. I think they just have two. They have three. What's the third inspired? Okay, so this one was inspired by America. <laughs> they have them inspired by Mexico. What is the third one? Inspired by Japan is the third one. Oh, that seems paprika free. Yeah, we should try to look for that. I was surprised that this one was paprika free, if we're being honest. So the problem, the, the inspired by Mexico ones were great, but uh, we learned that they contain paprika, which as loyal toe heads know, Dave cannot eat without suffering gastrointestinal consequences. It's true. That's true. And so... Came home from Seven Nanda triumphant. Yeah. And uh, because this is the the morning zoo version of Talking Tofu, Talking To Zoo, <gasps> we uh, made him for breakfast and had him just before we started recording. We sure did. Moments yeah. ago, we ate these. Well, it's been a minute now. Yeah, I guess like 40 minutes ago. Ugh, I, I got to get to work. I know. Me too. Um, yeah. Dave made them. I got to saunter in and just sit down and yeah. eat one. Yeah, I sweated over them. What you got to do is you take them out of the wrapper, you put them on a plate, and then you microwave them for a minute and 45 seconds, and then you eat them. Oof, and 45 seconds. Yeah, yeah. I had mine. I'm a, I'm a bit of a breakfast boy. I had mine with a bowl of grits and a slice of toast. You struggle with breakfast. I ate mine a la carte. And... uh under protest slightly yeah i didn't protest but walking into the kitchen my internal monologue was oof this is going to be a struggle dark energy yeah bringing dark energy into that because i don't i like i'm not even hungry until 10 30 usually yeah now now for for the listener who doesn't specifically know what what is sous vide sous vide is boil in a bag now i knew that but right, of course, Dave, you knew that, right? But I just want all the listeners to be on the same page with us who knew who knew what that was. Um, so these are presumably boiled in a bag, and then you reheat them in the microwave. Do you think that they're boiled in the bag that they come in? That is the whole thing with sous vide. Yeah, no, they're in those but, little right blister pack. Thing, right. What right? I'm wondering is, do they do a bulk sous videing, and then? Take them out of whatever that bulk sous vide thing was and put them in these little packages for shipping, which we then take out and reheat. I mean, the efficient thing to do would seem to be cook them in the packaging that you're going to use. Like, why do two plastic packagings when you could do one? Right. That, That would be the efficient thing to do. I'm wondering what you think they do. I think they do the efficient thing. Because they're a tech company. And tech companies are all about efficiency and stealing our data. They probably 
that's what's putting the chip in our bodies. It's not the vaccine. It's the sous vide egg bites. Sous vide egg bites. Yeah, they're stealing our data right now. I'll give it to them if it tastes like that. Ooh, spoiler! What? So should we get into it? Are we not already into it? What they taste like? I mean, not my conspiracy theories about what was in this one. So what was in this one? Was your first bite? You said. Oh, potato. Like you were upset with me for not telling you that potato. No, I was just surprised by it. You got to learn to belcher. There was oh, potato, (laughs) bell pepper, and dill is what what is in this one. Dill. That's it. Yeah. That's it. It was dilly. It was a dilly bite. Tell tell me your thoughts. You are already, you're ooh, potato. Ooh, potato. Yeah. Let me access my notes. So the potatoes inside were a surprise, but they were a nice surprise. And um, I would not have thought to put dill in this combination, but I thought it worked really well. I also thought I'm not usually a big fan of bell pepper. I like like in a stir fry, I think of bell pepper as almost like a seasoning. Like I don't want to super taste it. It's just like in the mix. Um, And in something like a scramble, often I find it overpowering. But in this, I feel like they used it in that seasoning way. And it worked really well with the dill and the potato and the just eggy flavor. Also, these sous vide bites, sous vide bites have a really great texture. Like they're just really like, I've never had it in a chicken egg bite, but these just egg ones, like they're very tender and just delightful in your mouth. I really enjoyed the flavor. I thought that it was like a surprising mix of textures and flavors, but um, I liked the surprise. It was a pleasant surprise. Um, It also, the dill was like giving me some like sense memory and I couldn't put my finger on it. Like I was trying to think what dill could be triggering for me. Mm. And the only thing that came to mind was bagels and locks. Mm. But only because you would maybe do dill with a lox. I don't know. It was giving me like these brunchy memories that I couldn't quite. Hmm. It reminded me of something, but I don't know of what. If someone has eaten this and it reminded you of something, tell me what. Because I have been thinking about it for the last hour and a half. Hour and a half? Yeah. You went from 40 minutes to an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. It's okay. You don't have to be accurate. I get the sentiment. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Dave, what did you think? I thought the texture was surprisingly great as well. It was light and fluffy. I didn't know about the dill until just now. And the whole time that I was eating it, I felt like the frozen just egg patties have a different taste to them than the just egg like liquid that comes in the bottle. And I'm not wild about the frozen just egg patties. I feel like the the egg imitation of it is a little bit too artificially strong. And I was getting that vibe when I was eating these egg bites. And I think now, by the end of the the egg bite, it had worked itself out and felt pretty balanced flavor-wise. But I think now what I was reacting to was the dill, was pulling me in that direction, that it wasn't whatever is going on with the frozen patties. So with that context in my head, I enjoyed the flavor the entire time. I thought the potato was a nice touch. I didn't really notice the bell pepper, but all in all, I liked this a lot more than I liked the Mexican-inspired one. And we liked that one. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to try the Inspired by Japan one. Mm. I also feel like inspired by a region or inspired by a country, I guess, um, it's a big mouthful of a way to name something. Yeah. I kind of get why they did it, but I still don't like it. I feel like they they could have brainstormed that for another half hour. Yeah, it's weird. Like that's the only flavor indication they've ever given on any of their products. Yeah, they could have just nothing else is flavored. Yeah. I don't know how else they could have named this. But I haven't brainstormed it. I'll get back to you. Well, so, you're not getting salaried to brainstorm it either. So Yeah. Just Egg, if you salary me, I'll rename these and I'll do great. Me too. So what do you what do you think? What do I think? Yeah. I'm On a, a scale of one to ten period pieces. <laughs> Is ten period pieces good? Uh, on a scale of I don't know. <laughs> 
on a scale of one to ten Valentines from John Sim. Oh. <laughs> Which is something we all want. <laughs> what do you think? I'm going to give these like an eight. I wouldn't, it's not just that I would eat them again. I would like to eat them again for breakfast. Two of them. They were really good. And I like how easy they are. I know they're a little bit expensive though. I don't really look at price tags. (laughs) That's my corporate flex. (laughs) (laughs) How many are in a box? Four. There's four four in a a box. box. Yeah. They're expensive. I don't know how much the box costs, but I remember from last time it being a lot for four. So for context, our family goes through basically a bottle of Just Egg every time. There's no partial bottles anymore. No. So the family serving is one bottle. A bottle of Just Egg is like around $4 if you get a good price. Huh. But the family couldn't eat that box of egg bites. That's true. We would need more. Yeah. Because we'd each want two. And the kid would be like, I want four. Yeah. Boy, and we'd have to say no. Loves him some just egg. Oh my gosh, he loves it. Yeah. Sometimes just starts talking about it. It's true. Just out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so good. He calls the breakfast bowls that we make on the weekend my famous breakfast bowls. <laughs> sweet, sweet child. <laughs> <laughs> they are famous. Dave? Yeah. How many period? Nope. No. How many uh, Valentines from Rashida Jones? From Johnson. And oh. yes, Rashida Jones is <laughs> on my list of gentlemen crushes. But we're going to stick with John Sim. Okay. And I mean, you'd appreciate a Valentine from him. It would be thoughtful. Look, I'm not, I'm, he's not on my list, but he's also not on my not list. Okay. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm ready to be convinced. You okay. Know? Well, we'll, we'll rewatch yeah. Life on Mars. And- <laughs> no. No. I don't think that's necessary. Um, so Valentine's by John Sim. I so the dill surprised me. That was kind of an odd flavor to hit coming out of the gate, but I thought it was pretty good balanced overall by the time I got to the end of it. I loved the texture that the potatoes had in it. The all in all, it was it was great. Capital G great. The thing about like, if we had agreed that we needed to get two boxes of this for a family breakfast, that would have taken up like half of our fridge space. These boxes are huge Mm -hmm. and they hold four egg bites in them, which is bullshit. Like there's got to be an efficient way to pack them, you know, like maybe they don't need to be stacked on top of each other. Maybe there could be a little crisscross or something like that that lets you have a flatter box or something, you know. But the the flip side of that argument is it feels fancy as fuck to get a big box of egg bites like that. Like it's a tall little box, you know? Yeah. Like it feels like you're doing something fancy and then you take it out and it's in this little fancy packaging and then you put it in the microwave and it comes out and it tastes like a fancy little treat that does not taste like a microwave treat. And that's a big achievement. I agree. So with that in mind, I started out dissonant because of the size of the box, but then I started like drinking the Kool-Aid of how fancy I felt when I was eating it and the flavor was good. Um, I'm going to give it, I'm going to ding it one for the packaging size and I'm going to give it nine Valentines from John Sim. Nine. Yeah. That's very exciting. Yeah. And they're all hand signed and they're all like, it's not store-bought like branded Valentines. No. And it's not like printed out lost meme Valentines. You remember when that was a big deal? Yeah, I remember making this. It was like Jack saying, like, we have to go back to Sizzler for a date or something like that. <laughs> um, Sizzler. Yeah. What were? The, what was the... Do you remember these? Yeah, you but don't I remember can't. Them. I do, but I don't remember what they don't said. Don't remember them. I'm going to pull up a lost Valentine real quick. I need to know what the Sawyer one specifically said because I'm sure it's ridiculous. Oh, there's a movie called The Lost Valentine. Yeah, that's really muddying up these. Oh, but if you click over to images, 
This one is Hurley, arms <laughs> wide open, that just says, dude, I love you. Hey, sweetheart. You really know how to push the right button. That's Desmond. Desmond. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me what I can't do with my love for you, John Locke. That's <laughs> uh, uh, great. Valentine, you are unforgettable, unlike these two. And it's the uh, Nina and Pablo <laughs> from season three. Anyway, uh, anyway, this isn't that. These are all handwritten notes from John Sim, each talking about a different quality of me <laughs> that he likes. Others, others do not compare to you. <laughs> <laughs> These are great. So yeah, nine. Put the phone down now. Okay, they're so good. <laughs> hey, Dave. Yeah. Do you want to eat some chocolate in the morning? So this is one of the things that I picked up on one of my many trips to Sprouts. It was an option when Lee was here to do her episode, but she'd already had it. But she passed on it. She so passed we're on doing it. it on our own. <laughs> yes. So she passed on it and we ate two horrible things. So I'm hoping oh, that this don't remind me. isn't horrible. So this is the Dr. Bronner's Magic All One Chocolate Bar. There are, I think... Six or eight different flavors. Sprouts had all of them, but these bars are like five bucks a piece, so I got one. I wasn't investing $30 in this. That's expensive. It's expensive, but it is like ethically sourced. And I'm guessing that this is like a two square kind of chocolate. Mm. It says three servings in a bar. Um, Most bars this size, I feel like, are two servings. Mm -hmm. And also... It's 70% dark, which that's not like a chow down kind of chocolate. Anyway, it's a thick boy too. Yeah, it's a fatty. Okay, so let's open this up and eat it. You're opening it. You're giving it the real Charlie Bucket right now, looking for a ticket. (gasps) I got the gold. You want to split this? Yes, goodness gracious. It is early it's not squares it's rectangles and they're big and it's only 10 in the morning Ooh. oh did i say which flavor this is this is the crunchy hazelnut butter and when i look at it sideways uh it's like a big hunk of hazelnut butter surrounded by chocolate and i can't wait to eat it pass I think for me, I took one little nibble and I put it down. Um, I could probably power through if I wanted to, even though it's early for chocolate. Uh, but this it wasn't bad. I just don't think I like hazelnut butter. I didn't like the bitterness of the dark chocolate compared with it, combined with the hazelnut butter. And just overall, not worth the late morning stomach ache for me. I'm also kind of so, I'm so, so on it. The chocolate is a bit bitter, and I feel like if the hazelnut butter were a little bit sweeter, it would work better for me. The bitterness from the chocolate is kind of masking the hazelnut butter. I I would like more hazelnut flavor. You don't think there's soap in this bar, do you? And the soapy flavor is really overpowering. Um, But the hazelnut butter does give it like a creaminess that you don't always get with dark chocolate. It can be just kind of, I'm trying to think, like acidic almost. Mm. And that's offset a little bit by the hazelnut butter, but I wish I could yeah. taste the hazelnut more. I guess in my mind, I'm comparing it to you the simple truth yeah. hazelnut chocolate bar, which is giving me creamy chocolate and crunchy pieces of hazelnut that you can really taste. The yeah. hazelnut flavor in that one is really strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that one better than this one. Yeah. This one, though, is ethically sourced. And so like, I can feel better in my soul about this one. Yeah. Makes it tricky. Makes it a little complicated. Yeah. But, but good souls you, don't fill holes, is what they say. Good souls good souls famously do not fill holes. That's right. I think if you're into like bitter dark chocolate, you'll probably like this. You'll probably fill the hole. Also, this is um sweetened with palm sugar, which uh, gives it like a kind of caramelly flavor. Mm-hmm. And I think that also is hiding the hazelnut mm-hmm. flavor a little bit. And I wonder if even sweetening it more 
wouldn't help because that palm sugar has like yeah. a flavor to it. True. Yeah, I think this is a miss for me. I'm yeah. bummed because I was really excited about it. I mean, I'll eat it. It's chocolate, yeah. but I I don't think I don't think I'm gonna spend five more dollars on another one. I've stolen money, medicine, booze, guns, and porno, but you stole my heart, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Sawyer. Well, thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying the show, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out, and we just love reading those five-star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. We will. Leave us a review, guys. Come on. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or at Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I am Glue and Glitter on all social media, and you can find my recipes at glueandglitter.com. I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram. And we'd love to hear from you. If you have a suggestion for a food we should try, thoughts about an episode, a follow-up to a follow-up to a follow-up to a follow-up to a follow-up, write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Talkin' Tofu is a production of Caddington, Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.